What's cracking? It's divorced as fuck. We're your hosts, Jay Ray, and my Vinay, and we're here to inform you that there is no reason to be bitter when you can be divorced as fuck. This is not your typical podcast. It's our comedic spin on life after divorce. So buckle up your seatbelts and get on this ride. Good, bad, and indifferent. Lego. Season 2, episode 36. I get so weak. What up, what up, what up? Yo, divorce is fuckers. Yo, we appreciate you all fucking with us real heavy. Um, this is a disclaimer. We just want you all to know that due to the coronavirus, um, we have not been able to record like we normally do. So we had to get a little creative and our sound quality is not a one like it normally is. So um, F with us. You know what I'm saying? We apologize for that. But um, again, that's that's out of our power. But again, we're going to bring you content. We wanted to make sure that you all had an episode this week. So it is what it is. Continue to fuck with us. You all be safe. Take care. Wash your hands, wash your ass, and uh, we'll see you for another week. Appreciate you. Yo, Welcome back, divorces fuckers. It welcome, is a welcome. whole nother motherfucking week, and we are so excited and raw. We feeling good. We are feeling refreshed. We are feeling renewed. You know what I'm saying? And we signed up. And we back at it again. We back at we it. We back at it. You know. So, my how was your week? <laughs> you know what it is. Oh, you know what it was. What, what? was it? What was it? Um, <laughs> you, know what, you know what it is. You know what my week is always like. Yeah. Okay, so you know, life is good. It's life cool, is good. man. But no, it's, it's cool. I mean, I've been, I've been being essential, of course, as usual. Okay. Um, I've been chilling though. I done lost some weight. Bitch. Yes, yes. Let life be lived. Bitch, I done lost some weight. Okay. Um, I'm cute. My mm. skin looking good. Mm. I'm glowing and shit. I'm popping. Yes, yes. Have y'all seen me? For those yes. who follow me on IG, I've been looking real glowy too. Yeah, because yeah. I've been fine as hell. Yeah. Y'all better hop on this train. Okay. Leave out the station. Okay. okay. <laughs> you better hop on. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes. That life be lit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's going on with you, Jay? You know, I'm melanated. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm melanated. I'm glowy and shit. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I've been doing some face masks. I did a nice charcoal face mask. Those are good for you, though. Yes. So, you know, skin is looking great. You know, and um, detoxify all the niggas. All the niggas. You know what I'm saying? Detoxify. Right. Because they will suck the life out. They will cloud up your energy, bitch. I done sage myself. Like, baby. Girl. I have been saging from head to toe. Head to toe. I done. Listen, the kids like, is this some weed? What's going no, on? Like, no, nah, baby, we saging this thing. <laughs> okay, because these spirits will get you. These moments, these phases, I be on some whole shit. They will jump yeah. up on you and, and change your life. <laughs> For, for the detriment. For the detriment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So we all have it. You know, there's yes. no judgment on anybody. Y'all hoes better not judge me. Right. Judge your mama. Right. <laughs> you want shit. How she you got shit. <laughs> you got it. Don't judge me. 
Okay? That's your lineage. That's your lineage. You know what I'm saying? Okay? That part. That part. I know who my daddy is. Okay. <laughs> you out here don't know who your daddy is or who the father of your child is. Oh, shit. So, don't judge me. But yeah, I had a little whole face. I said, you know, I got to gotta stage myself you know <laughs> to feed your spirit <laughs> or your box <laughs> or your box <laughs> or your box you gotta feed the spirit on your box you get a little hot you gotta you gotta make that thing hotter <laughs> and cool that thing down <laughs> <laughs> okay so <laughs> I'm out that phase now. I'm out that phase. But I was in it for a second. You was in that, was, in that thing. I was in it because I had the little dude. That nigga was tripping though. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was weird. So I had to I had to jump ship on that one. Because he instantly tried to make me a mother to all his children. And I yeah. was like, cool. That, that's a hell but of a red flag. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't even know. Red flags, that's Where'd she go? Why? I don't know. She was there. <laughs> Where is she? The, kid, the mama, the kids was with the mama. That nigga probably have her in a closet somewhere. I it's strange. But we got I'll tell y'all. <laughs> So that's one thing, you know, when you have them red flags, listen to them. Listen. Listen to them. It's important. Listen, them red flags will tell you, them red flags will save you some detriment. My mama just told me today, speaking of red flags, this sounds pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. But she said, boy, I'm glad I didn't marry your daddy. I Ooh. said, God damn, that's, that's scandalous. Wow. She said, girl, because that nigga had red flags left and right. Red flags? She said, that was a mistake waiting to happen. I'm Look. looking like, well, well bitch, am I a mistake? You're right. <laughs> we're so you, happy that you're here. You, am, I, am I a mistake, we're, we're, we're so happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was talking like she was mad. Right. And I'm like, but you know I'm born. Right. You know I'm 30-something. But you know when them niggas ain't shit, yeah. they do something to your yeah. soul. You know, oh, yeah. it's kind of hard. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. My daddy wants shit, though. Yeah. That's all right, though. He's all right. And mama said, I didn't kill a nigga. Last two dollars. Last $2. dollars. She always okay. said, I didn't kill him. I'm like, mama, but he dead. She'd be like, but I didn't kill him. Last $2. She said, you know your daddy wasn't shit. I'd be like, mama, my daddy. Right. <laughs> yeah. It happens. It happens. It happens. Life happens. Of us. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you take a wrong <laughs> turn. <laughs> <laughs> on the dead end street. And up on the dead end, and there go his whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to backtrack. Shit. How did I get here? Baby, I'm telling you, that's like me and Harvey. When, when Harvey came one time, I didn't know these Houston streets. I had got off off the 59 and 90 for those who are from Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, right there where they cross and it's an underpass and that shit is that all shit crazy. Is terrible. Well, I got off too early. I was going to on Highway 6. Mm-hmm. I got off on, on Highway 90. Oh, you were too the, late. You was in a ditch. I was in a ditch. So I had to... Because that I, shit deep ooh, right there. deep. So here I am. I'm like, damn, I can't go that way. I hit a little water. So I try to backtrack. I ended up going this way. I hit water. I ended up having to go Nigga, the opposite way back on to the freeway. Mm-hmm. But I thought to myself, I said, that would be, that's how life is, mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with niggas. Right. Because you go into one of them. Come on. And you be like, this nigga's trash. Preach. So I'm going to go here to the left. Okay. But then you go to the left and that nigga's oh, trash. That nigga ain't shit too. So you got to back all the back way up. All the way up, Deaconess. You got to back all the way okay. up. Yes. And sometimes you got to let God just just take, the take the wheel. Take the wheel. You got to let him take it. <laughs> you got to let him take it. Preach, Lord. I went straight, left, okay. right. And none and of that shit was oh, working. None of it was working. God damn. I had to back up and let Lord take the wheel. I said, Jesus, take the wheel. You got it. You I don't got want it. it. I don't want I'm it. I'm a follow. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't, I don't want no wheel. Nope. Nope. I did want one of them at one time. Yeah, but I'm going to let that nigga go. <laughs> because the Lord had told me, he said, you keep going straight with this nigga, you're going to drown. You're going to die. You're going to die. Back up. You're going to die. You're going to die. But it's going to be wet. It's going to be wet. It's going to be wet right now. It's going to be wet. It's going to give you what you want, which is it's going to be wet. It's going to be wet. 
but somebody might die. But she gonna die in the process. You gonna die in the process. So you want this water or you want to live? You want to live. Which one you want, baby? You want the water? Do you want to live? <laughs> flags but we still we be we, like you know what is it red or is it burnt orange you know <laughs> it's a little crim- it's crimson it's, it's, little, it's not red. Red. Uh, uh, shade of rouge rouge brick <laughs> <laughs> that i have not uh all the way matriculated <laughs> to they're not because for some odd reason this is just being women we feel like once we get in it we can fix it right we can mm-hmm. motherly instinct that's our motherly instinct because sometimes we have to remember that grown men are grown men and we're and not first of all them niggas should have been raised here they should have been raised that's they mm-hmm. okay so we are so excited and raw we have yes. a special motherfucking guest today hey y'all today we have Brown sugar, baby. Come on, I brown sugar. High off your love, don't know how to behave. Yes, 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 yes. I, I am here, and you know, just to piggyback off of what y'all were talking about, I've always said that I'm gonna write a book one day, and it's gonna be called "You Cannot Build a Man." Hello. Okay. 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 That's that's not your responsibility. That's not your job. Just like you know, when somebody come into your life and you're trying to looking through those rose colored glasses, mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I can do this. I am superwoman. I can build you. But then you know, it just makes me think that you got to go back in time to that song. Look, I'm not your superwoman. I'm not the kind of girl that you can. Okay, you know how it goes, and you just have to remind yourself of those timeless melodies and that song and those words that's not you're not supposed to be a superwoman for somebody else you're supposed to be your own superwoman okay that that's who the superpower is supposed to be for so you need you need a hero what i realized i needed a hero so i became one and that's what we have to do okay right hey there brown sugar okay so brown sugar before we get into it because you know we preaching over here right all the way up into this let the divorces fuckers know a little bit about you and um and then we'll get into why you're here okay so this is my story 
on the playground, born and raised, where I spent most of my days. Okay. okay, so so one of the things about me, to give you a little bit about brown sugar, I like to call myself a tomboy beauty because I was raised by the boys. Honestly, they taught me all I got. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I have such discernment when it comes down to looking into someone and seeing what's there. So I've never been the fool in a relationship because I could see clearly through things because I was raised by the boys. So uh-huh. they could not come at me without with their drama trying to fool me. I could see right through it. But there comes a point in time where you go through life and you become broken and you go through things. And even though the red flags are there, you still ignore them because mm-hmm. you don't have your own joy on the inside anymore because of what you're going through in life. So you decide that you're going to find joy through someone else, which that's something that my daddy always taught me to never do. Never put your faith in the will of man. I don't care how much someone can love you. You have to love yourself. So, So I am here to tell a story that it doesn't matter how confident how bold and how strong you are Mm -hmm. even the strongest can be taken down and even the strongest can look through those rose-colored glasses and say that we can fix this but you have to know to yourself always listen to the red flag always 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 yes and that color do not change no matter how much it we want. We'd be like, like I said, it, is that really red? I right. don't think that, is that a ruby red? I don't There's give a damn. If the thing is pink, run. Run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, you know, you run. know exactly. Because when it's all said and done, I always like to take full responsibility for any relationship that I put myself in. For the simple fact being that those red flags were my intuition telling me how I was going to end up. So when it ends up exactly the way my intuition said, I can't be mad at you, baby. I'm looking at that <laughs> reflection in the mirror because that's where the change comes from. Come on. Okay. We are <laughs> preaching up in <laughs> We We about to pass around the offer plate. Where's the plate? Now, <laughs> look, our cash app. Listen. I feel like I should tell <laughs> Zell, Zell. Okay. okay. And start that up. Go ahead, Deacon. Go on, get on the keyboard. Shoot, yes. Okay. <laughs> Honey, I like that. And that's real talk, though. But see, right there, that that is so significant and people miss that like you said the change starts with the person that i looked in the mirror that reflection that part people like mm-hmm. blame everybody else yes yes which it is it's has something to do with you as well absolutely I, you know it's just like locked yeah. open mm-hmm. dealt with whatever past traumas whatever the case but it's something there that is that's allowing you to even attract or deal with a man and you you attracted it that's your vibration and you know and 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 sometimes if you're in a weak moment of going through life your vibration is weak so you're going to attract weak people Mm. i do not recommend pursuing any type of relationship when you are broken and sad and confused because that's all you're going to get back from anybody else life is going to give you your other half of whatever vibration you live on Whoop, there it is. Baby, I think we just need to make on that a little bit. But see, but that's why people who come out of divorces, they yep. end up in these fucked up relationships. Yep, amen, preach. Because you have not dealt with your situation. Like, yes. You're vibrating on a low frequency. Right. And, and wondering why. Low, and wondering why. You got Cleophis coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But Cleophis is probably dicking you down. Right. Correct. Right. Exactly. That's what it is. It's good. Right. It's good. But it ain't no good for you. Right. You know, that's that's that fleeting joy. Is right. your life filled with fleeting joy, temporary pleasure, temporary happiness? Do you go from happiness to sadness on a constant basis? And do you play the victim and blame everybody else for your situation? Honey, look in the mirror. Come on. Look. Come on. 
You know, I, I recently started singing a song and I've been singing this song for a long time, but I changed the vibration of who I'm singing it to. And it's a song, set me free, why don't, why do you keep a coming around, playing with my heart? You know, I finally got to a point in my life where I stopped singing that to everybody else. And I started singing that to the person in the mirror that I see. It is me that has been playing with my heart. It is me that has been making the choices. It is me. And it is me that can change it at the drop of a dime. Baby. Woo. Baby. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if we had a poetry lounge, but we want to tap it. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's so real, sis, because I'm just like, again, we've allowed that person. And the person, mm -hmm. I mean, to, to, to our defense, when you, are, when you are at a low level, a low frequency, mm -hmm. said people, they seek those types of people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that they can ma manipulate, mm -hmm. take advantage of you in your low moment because they probably wouldn't be able to get you on a regular day. Nope. They can sense and see that within you when you've had brokenness, trauma, whatever the case. That's them. And they attack. That's like their niggas. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. They attack your vulnerability, attack your vulnerability in a time of weakness. That's because that's the only way they can get in. Weakness can only get into weakness. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're coming at you like that in that moment. That's when it happens. Right. Mm-mm-mm. When they come in like that, of course, they break it down even further. Mm. Right. To nothing. To nothing. And you shit on bricks. Only exactly. Exactly. It only takes a man when he was trying to sell Martin and right. flowers. Right. And, and then when, when Martin tried to drive off, his car was all bricks. Y'all yeah. remember that? Yeah. Episode? Absolutely. Bricks. You were so distracted. So distracted. You didn't even know your shit was on bricks. Nigga. Right. Until you tried. Right. And you the shit. Oh, right. <laughs> you are the shit. Martin didn't even know how metaphorical it is. Okay. Was. He didn't even know what he was preaching. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to drive off and now you and have you nothing. You have brick. no wheels. No you ain't going nowhere. Because <laughs> you're sitting on bricks. Got to be more You careful. on your way to nowhere. On your way to nowhere. Now uh -huh. you stuck with them. Stuck. Baby. Stuck with them. Got Baby. To be right. You know, that is absolutely right. So Brown Sugar, tell us a little bit about your story. All right, let me tell you a little bit about my story. So I had a high school reunion that came about and 20 year high school reunion. Now I was very happy to go to this high school reunion because I had acclimated myself to a level of success in which I was so proud of who I was and I was ready to share that with someone else. So this goes to show you that even when you were in that good position, if you let somebody who's not, they're going to bring you back down. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> this was somebody who was my friend and a really good friend from middle school and high school. So all the red flags were there from the very beginning. Before the reunion actually happened, we talked on the phone like a week prior to that. And when we first started talking on the phone, we hadn't talked to each other in almost 20 years hadn't seen each other in like 17 years and even the time that i saw him it was just like i see you and that's it and i'm gone so pretty much it's been like 20 years since we really seen and talked to each other and when we instantly start talking on the phone he's already macking on me so it's just like that was flag number one you ain't seen me in forever i ain't seen you in forever <clears throat> and you already throwing down your mat game so mm -hmm. flag number one popped up like whoa you getting a little too comfortable a little too soon but you know what i decided to keep looking through those rose colored glasses mm -hmm. and let me tell you everybody who's listening the reason why i was weak in this moment regardless of the great things that were going on in my life 
is because I was losing my father. He was literally on his deathbed. He was in the hospital with pneumonia, stage four cancer, couldn't walk, couldn't do anything. I knew I was saying my goodbyes. That's why I moved home a couple of years prior to that to be with him. So this is the reason why my soul was in a weak place, even mm -hmm. though my confidence was high because of accomplishments. Mm -hmm. So he crept into my life and he made it seem as though things were going to be different than the way that they were. <clears throat> So red flag number one, he's already coming on me a little too much, okay? Red flag number two is when we went to lunch. This was prior to the reunion. So first time we've seen each other in forever. We go to lunch. He takes me to a very fancy restaurant. First of all, let me tell you something. This is man or woman. I don't care who's taking who out. You do not take somebody out to a place that you cannot afford, okay? Because first of all, you are creating a false pretense, yep. all right? Don't take me to this high-end place and then... In the middle of us eating lunch, he just kissed me. Okay, so like I thought to myself, okay, that's, it was a little immature because the moment hadn't even built to that. You just get a little kiss. It was, it was cute, but I'm sorry, it was infantile as well. So red flags just going off. Another red flag, I could smell alcohol on his breath. And this was the middle of the day that we're meeting for lunch. So that was the biggest red flag ever in which I knew I should have completely let go of because why do I smell alcohol on your breath right now? And then he didn't eat much of his food and claimed that he didn't have much of an appetite because he doesn't eat that much and he was just overweight because that's just the way he was. But come to find out, the reason why this nigga didn't eat that much is because when he, 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 was on, he was on some kind of pill when he showed up. So I ain't seen you in 20 years, nigga. You done showed up on a pill and you smelling like alcohol. Why on earth would I stick with a situation like that? Well, because I'm losing my father and I just can't even see clearly. So... <clears throat> He puts uh, he puts a ring on my finger at the funeral. Okay, that is absolute. You playing into the most vulnerable moment of my entire uh, life, Daddy's on, little girl. We on, at the hold on, 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 yeah. Sis, hold up, that uh, rewind. Yeah, said he put a ring on at the funeral. Oh yeah, he put a promise ring on uh, mm -hmm. in front of my family, in front of everybody. At the funeral. And, at the at the funeral baby girl after no! the funeral after the funeral at the house where we were all you know having a you know afterwards you go have some food yeah, we talk about the great things of that person and sharing those memories this is when this clown puts a promise ring on my finger okay you, i can't even handle that mm -hmm. okay all right i'm sorry go ahead so puts a promise ring on my finger so right now i'm thinking I, I didn't even get to mourn my father properly in the beginning because he swept in trying to be my Casanova and taking advantage of a situation during an extremely vulnerable moment in my time where I was not psychologically equipped to even make a long-term decision like that. Right. So a month after the funeral, less than a month after, 15 days after the funeral, he puts a diamond ring he has it. He's done bought the ring. But here's the crazy thing. He didn't buy the ring, y'all. His mama bought the ring. That's right. That's right. So he has been, he has been enabled his entire life to not accomplish much because his parents have enabled him. We wouldn't even be married if his mama hadn't have bought the ring because he ain't have no money. Let me tell you how I found out he was living paycheck to paycheck. We going to Beaumont for a wedding. We get a flat tire. He's driving the car. When it comes time to get this tire fixed, I bought a used tire for $120. Okay. He says to me, can I give you the money back Friday? What? 
Where you have you? married me and you are living paycheck to paycheck and that's not something you thought I needed to know before you married me? What kind of lie is this about? And then on Friday, why this clown give me $60? Oh, wait. He <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> he said, we're going to go have. Now, I'm assuming that if you bought a used car for $120, this is just my assumption, you guys have an expensive vehicle. Because if a used tire costs one twenty on on a vehicle, right? I don't even want to know how much a real right. tire costs. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a run flat. It's an expensive tire, but got a used one, and he girl gave me sixty dollars back on Friday, homie. Oh, and then and then let's revert back. Let's revert back to that expensive first date at the yes. restaurant. Yes. So when the check comes, I'm trying to, you know, trying to see how things are going. This is my test. I say, you want me to cover half of that? This is what he says. Man, I don't know what kind of white boys you've been dating in L.A. Don't pay for no half a bill. Nigga, why you give me $60 back on the $120? Oh. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Why are you fronting? Why are you fronting? So he like you, he did everything to get me to. The whole thing was a facade. Literally. A complete, complete facade. Complete facade. Like I literally wanted a divorce the day that we got married. Oh because, because we got married at the courthouse. I came home. He went home to go get the ring because the ring had come on that day. He came over here, girl, smelling like a bottle of vodka. Wow. Smelling like a bottle of vodka. And I told him after that first lunch date, you smell like vodka, I'm not dealing with this. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I have dealt with a point in my life where I drank too much. Models and bottles, I lived that lifestyle. Modeling for 20 years, traveled 10 years solid all over the world, going places, traveling with amazing people. That's all we used to do. We used to get drunk and have fun. I am done with that. And I told him from the get-go, I say, look, I'm not going to deal with this, okay? Anybody who knows me, brown sugar is straightforward. Sweet but you're going you gonna to get the truth out of this sugar. Okay. So I told him, look, if you can't get this together, I can't be with you. I can't be with you because I've already dealt with those type of issues and I don't want to go through this again. And one prime time example was one night hanging out with some friends, drinking. I'm trying to keep up with him and I get drunk. And I'm not talking about acting out of my nature or anything of that sort. I'm just talking about I would not have done that if he was not the company that I was keeping. And this is the responsibility that I'm assuming in the relationship completely. Yeah. You gotta watch. But, th but those red flags, it's just like it was it was it was all there. And I chose to not listen to it because it was a fairy tale story. Mm. We were friends from middle school to high school. And we had always wanted to be together and we couldn't because of a bully at our high school, which is so true. There was a bully at our high school who was in love with me and he wouldn't let anybody else be my boyfriend. But, you know, he came back painting this story and I had it only took a little while for me to get to the truth. And I realized, no, you were not my high school love. There was another boy that was my high school love that anybody knows. He was my secret boyfriend because yes, the bully didn't want me to have a boyfriend, but I always got whatever I wanted. So if I wanted to, then I would have had you. Okay. And then I remember this clown wanted to tell me I was his first kiss. He has done so many drugs that he can't remember oh, shit. Wow. I was not, you, I was like, he came into my life telling me all these stories and when we would be around, he'd tell them. And I was just believing it. You know, I'm going through something psychological anyway. And then I came out of, I realized, dude, if I was your first, I would remember something like that. I was not your first kiss. I know who my love was in <laughs> middle school and anybody who knows me knows who that was. And I know who my love was in high school, okay? Anybody who knows me knows who that was. He was never the one. The last day of high school, he approached me. 
and said, I want you to choose and I want you to choose me. Because he felt like I was his high school love. I want you to choose me. And I remember in that moment, I said, no. Mm. I didn't choose him and I didn't choose him because the nigga almost didn't graduate from high school. You know he didn't walk with us. I graduated with an advanced <laughs> diploma in business oh. administration, college bound. Nigga, you barely graduated from high school. Stay in your league. Stay in your league. Wow. And see, I agree with that. I agree with that because I got niggas in my DM and I be thinking to myself, I'm like, nigga, have you seen me? Right. <laughs> Have you seen my accomplishments? It's like they must have gassed themselves. Like, wait a minute. Y'all, wait a minute. Check this out there. Check this out. So one time we were talking, and he was talking about a girl who we went to high school with who's just as accomplished as, you know, us. We, we got it going on. Mm-hmm. So he says to me, he was like, man, yeah, one time I called her. I was drunk. I called her. I was talking to all this smack. want to take her out. He said, man, the next day I woke up sober. I ain't got nothing to offer her. In that moment, I thought to myself, nigga, what do you have to offer me? Mm. What? <laughs> What do you? I want somebody I can brag on. Oh yeah, my baby, he just doing his routes today. I hope he get all the mail in the right box today. Oh shit! <laughs> so brown sugar, brown sugar, hardworking man. Right, right. with a hardworking man. But no, no, no. See, but he lied. He lied about that. He lied about that too. See, let me tell you about this. So it took it. It was a, days before he. I finally had to ask. I was like, "What do you do for a living?" He was like, "Man." I work at the post office. I said, so you don't like it? And he's like, no. And I said, then what are you doing? Motivational speaker, what are you doing? He said, I'm in real estate now. So I said, okay, I can deal with that. Okay. And I'm an honest chick. Like, you know, it's like I was, okay, so I can deal with real estate. No, I cannot deal with you being a mailman, okay? There's nothing wrong with anybody who's a mailman, all right? He does not like his job. There's something wrong with somebody who does a job for a decade that they hate, okay? Yes. Because it poisons your soul. Right. So, so that is not healthy. So when he told me, so this is what I found out about the real estate. When he had one meeting with the guy that he worked at, spent more time gossiping because what he came back and told me is everything that was going on with his divorce. This is the shit he told me. And the one thing he says, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I learned from him today that, you know, because I'm done with work at like 12, one o'clock, I need to use my time better. Are you serious? That's what you learned? <laughs> That's what you that's what you learn. That's what you learn. And then so every day he want to talk on the phone all day long. Why he can't get the right mail in the right box? He always on the I phone. And so I had to get to a point where I was like, the right box is taking me out. <laughs> Sorry, the right mail in the right box is taking me out. <laughs> Nigga, I'm still waiting on a Christmas card. It's his head. It's him. It's you. I've been waiting for like that. Yes. You fucking up the Fashion Nova drop-offs? Yeah. I'm waiting on my Fashion Nova. I love that. Nigga, I need my biking shorts. You goddamn right. I'm fucking up my outfit. He fucking up my outfit. He can't get shit on that. Damn it. I needed that cover up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all. Y'all. He took no pride in his job. So one day he shows me a video of a customer complained because they had a camera at their front door. He threw their box to the oh, front. He threw it. Oh, you so, threw that? Oh, oh, hell no. Listen, he, so he, he shows me the video and he says, man, look at this. And he's laughing. This customer want to complain on me. And I said, are you serious? This is funny. Your your work ethic is funny. He said, man, it wasn't nothing but a sweatsuit. It wasn't nothing that was going to get broken. But you don't bad. throw nobody's mail. Don't be throwing my damn fabric, Jay. You know what? <laughs> you know what? 
daddy taught me, and this is something my dad taught me. He said, it does not matter what you do. You always do it in excellence. Absolutely. Amen. Do not do it in excellence. God cannot move you that's to the next part. That, that's I don't give that's a, good. As long as you take pride, oh, if you that bet, part, my dad has always told me that, that is the realest shit ever. I know so many people that started off as janitors or whatnot mm-hmm. and are now principals and, yeah. and superintendents of school districts. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They have an appreciation mm-hmm. for because you've started from the bottom. You've worked up. Right. Yes. Right. But like I said, you do everything, no matter what you do from the smallest job. Absolutely. You do it in excellence. <laughs> and that's as- preachy, but that's my dad. He was yeah. saying that anything you do, you do it unto God. Absolutely. So when you do everything in excellence, God is you saying, if receive. I give you this little, if, if I give you the, the little bit, right. then you're able to take care of much. So that's why anything that I do, I try to do it in excellence. Right. You do, that's why we connected because my daddy taught me the exact same thing. Because you do what you do unto God. Okay. <laughs> to you tenfold. You that's do. amen. That's real spit. That's that's right. Amen. Body packages, and I like I said, I'm still waiting on my goddamn fashion up okay. body shorts. <laughs> Damn it, don't be throwing my cause I might be ordering a damn Fabergé. <laughs> throw my shit. <laughs> Stay tuned through this quick commercial break. The lottery is an $80 billion industry. Convenience stores make half of 1% of a ticket sold if it wins. Over 1.4 billion tickets are sold per month that aren't winners of a jackpot. Now, imagine if you can make 50 cents per ticket. Imagine if you could also make 1% of a jackpot sold. Now imagine that all of this is done online and on an app, and you own the online convenience store to do this. Welcome to My Lottery Store Affiliate Program. Let's make money together. Ready to sign up? Get your own lottery store today. To get started, go to https colon slash slash mobile agent dot my lottery store dot com hit sign up fill out your personal info and use my referral code j array 2020 that's j e a r a e 2020 I'm still going through that divorce process. It's it's it's, it's getting done now. It's it's, in, it's getting done now. But it, it was November. November fifteenth is when we got married, and it was pretty much over. Like not much long after that, I kept asking him for an annulment. He was like, he was like, listen, listen. He was like, my brother and his and my sister in law. She asked for a divorce every day for a year, and now they happy. No, because my whole thing is clown. We we have been dating for two months, you fool. I don't, we've been, we got married less than a month after we reconnected because you put four carrots on my finger. Yes, I like fancy shit. You put four carrots on it. Mama I say, came through. What's the mama, mama name? What's the mama name? <laughs> the mama name came through. Mama. 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 Jess, mama? 
Mama Jeff? <laughs> let me get, let me, baby, that ring, you know what I'm saying? This finger looking a little because dry. I got engaged. I got married, but I got engaged two months after meeting my ex husband. We got engaged two months after meeting, and we were married nine months after. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I was 20 years old when that happened. Right. At 35, I don't know. Right, right. Because you're on a diff- different level. Different level. Different but perspective. I, but different I, playing but field. Sometimes, but there are people who meet. Right. And they're like, I know. I know. I instantly know. And I respect that, too. Yeah. Like, it works. That's real. That is real. Because I was married for 11 years off of off meeting, of, off of a two-month engagement. After meeting, meeting a nigga him. in the club. Me in the club. Al, you can in the club. Yeah, you thought that. Damn it, boy. He's still thinking. I love you. He's still thinking. It's me and you. That's why you be like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Fuck you. Bye. He was telling our son, hey, hey, son, put your mom on the phone. Why did they do that? Hey, hey, put your mom. What's your mom? No, I don't want to fucking talk, sir. I don't want to fucking talk. Put your mom on the phone. No, no, I need you to start reading some W.E.D. Du Bois to his ass. Leave me alone. Go go teach him how to hunt and fish. Leave me alone. He still love me because I'm cute. He love me. Oh, my God. I'm fine as hell. He, he loves me. He, he, lo- he always gonna he love me. Met, he, he still ain't met nobody like right. me. That nigga trying to boy Bill. He over there living with Tanisha and them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's fine. Cause I know, I know, I, I know, I ain't no walk in the park. But hey, that I nigga know anybody. he'll never get anything better than anybody. Hey, Amen. My boy. Amen. Lucky my boy. Right. It's me. Look, shit. His daddy said that. He's like, man, Jay, he done fucked up. I'm telling you, he he, he over there with Krishanda. I know. <laughs> I know. But see, the thing about Ooh. it, you know, it's, with your story, Brown, it's like, dudes know. They know when they struck gold. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why he had to put that ring on, that ring on so fast. So I found, let, me tell you, let me tell you another thing. Another thing I found out, that he got mad at me when I found out. I found out his son was sleeping on the couch. <gasps> so he just gonna marry me and I'm not gonna find, so how did you get married without seeing this kind of my daddy was in the hospital. So he would come to the, he would become over here. So I couldn't go over there. So I was completely blind. We done got married. I didn't find out you're living with your daddy, your son sleeping on the couch. And how I found out he was sleeping on the couch. I was like, your room ain't clean. I'm coming over there to check it. And I'm coming over there to check his room too. And he's like, uh, no, no, uh, uh, don't do it. Don't you do that. Don't do it. <laughs> Why? Why can't, uh, 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 he ain't, he ain't got no room. Oh. <gasps> He ain't got no room in What? He- so, you mean that room where we was like eating in the couches, right? That's his room? Mm. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, Mm-mm. okay, I see, I see. And then got an attitude with me because I'm straight up with it. I said, I have been bamboozled. But the crazy I- is you were so hurt and oh. it's in such a traumatic situation with the the your dad's sickness and, and, and in turn mm-hmm. losing him that you were so blinded yes. out things to happen that you normally wouldn't allow. And because he was smart in a sense of, let me go meet her. Let me reach out to her. Let me take her to this expensive restaurant. Let yes. me mom and get her this 100,000 carat ring. You know what I'm saying? To show that I am of this caliber 
but now I can't keep up this facade because I ain't even got no place to stay and I'm living with my parents. And my child is... It, it was all manipulation. So it wasn't even him trying to be a better person. It was all literally manipulation. You don't marry somebody without them knowing that kind of stuff. And then also I found out he was addicted to all kind of drugs. You do not marry somebody if you were a meth head, if you were drinking GSP for breakfast, yeah, you yeah. don't marry somebody without telling them those things about you. you what? You're like, you know what? I like to bike ride. I also like to smoke meth. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been in that conversation. What do you like to do? You I like to smoke meth from right. time to time. On Sundays, you do a little acid and, uh, you know, might hit a little shrooms and a little <laughs> Nigga, tell me what's happening. Let me know. Right? You don't, like, that's kind of stuff. You, you need to let people know that. Like, you don't hide that kind of stuff. But so, you know, I was, I, I dealt with a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, no, I'm not saying that he was. I'm just saying I dealt with a crackhead. Like he did the whole love bombing thing, and that's what I call it, love bombing. And that's a whole term where people they come into your life and they basically rush you with love. You know, yes, that's oh girl, that's good. Love bomb. He dropped the love bomb. Love, on me. Yes, what you need give you what you need. You're so beautiful. You're so this. Yes. You're so wonderful. How can nobody has you know put a ring on it? Cause you're. Yes. A- Yes. I love you and I want you. They're giving and, it to you in excess. And they're giving it to you in excess and you, you're so overwhelmed. Your head is such in a swim. You're, you know, your head is swimming with all these emotions that you can't see straight. And then when you get into them and you finally start to come out of that love bomb, you realize that you really, you know, you're like, oh my God, you're not shit. But by the time I realized that I had dude, he moved into my home. Mm-hmm. He was doing all kind of weird shit. Doing yeah. a whole Crackhead shit. Yeah. Not giving me Crack-ish. no money, not paying no bills. And I'm like, oh my God. What Girl, it would have been. I got saved by grace because he ain't have no house for me to come live in because he's over there living with his daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. And because I was taking care of my mom and daddy. I'm living with my parents, but keep in mind, I done been on my own living in California for a decade. I can move out right now. I'm living here by purpose because of love that I have. But no, no, no. So there was nowhere for us to go. He couldn't come over here and I wasn't going over there. So I got blessed by grace that he did not have his life set up to accommodate me because I was about to buy a house. Oh yes, honey, I was about to buy a house. I'm going to put a down payment down on the house and just in love, seeking love because I got money and I'm doing it. I can do that. But then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. It got to a point where I was just like, I need you to save your money because I would like for you to put a down payment on this house as well. Oh, oh, okay. Nigga, you, so I was supposed to put the whole down payment down and then split rent. Is this college? Wow. <laughs> Wow. So, so brown sugar baby get yes. into, I, I just need you to get into the honeymoon for a second oh lord praise jesus i thank you i here we go okay so keep in mind this whole time we have not lived together so i don't get to see the truth in what he's doing so he's over there yeah i didn't get to see the truth in what he's doing let's just go to this honeymoon so we go to mexico keep in mind everybody i paid for the honeymoon his mama paid for the ring i paid for the honeymoon so we wait 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 Stop. Oh, I played I play stupid all the way through. I take responsibility stupid all the way through because I was psychologically unequipped to handle the situation. But yes, girl, I paid for the honeymoon. <clears throat> so we go to the honeymoon and the first day, the first day, mind you, the first night we got there late, but still we went to the bar and had some drinks. We're all inclusive. Let's go have some fun. And so we come back to the room and we got like some wine glasses that or on the counter in the bedroom. So that morning I wake up, it's like nine o'clock. 
this nigga jumps out of bed like just jumps out like he's live he's i'm going to the buffet uh we are on honeymoon together and you go you go and we've been drinking we're supposed to sleep in we got all day right i see him out the corner of my eye grab those two wine glasses off the counter that still had wine in them for the night before they disappeared this motherfucker didn't come back till 10 30. So by the time he came back, I'm peeved. And he comes back in there and he's got a drink in his hand. And then he makes a comment, Freudian slip. Yeah, the bar didn't open up till 10 o'clock. Nigga, that's why you was gone till 10.30. You had to wait for the bar to open and you had to drink enough for 30 minutes to come back with one drink in your hand because I'm stupid. So I'm, I'm older. I know that if I'm out in the sun, I need to be drinking those little weak ass margaritas that ain't got much in them. Okay, because I don't want to pass out and I want to make it all day. So we out drinking. I got the little weak ass margaritas, and he just and so I said to him, he took my. I already wanted to say something, so I had my drink. He finished his drink. He takes my drink out my hand. I grab it back and I said, "Don't you think that you've had enough?" And he always gives this little smirkety smirk. So he gives me this little smirkety face, like a little ten fucking year old, like. (laughs) And then so then he he slows down for an hour and then gets right back to hitting it hard in the paint. So we go to dinner at six o'clock. By 6.30, this nigga looks like he's hanging sideways out the chair. And I said, are you tired? I know he- <laughs> that boy, that boy, Paul Wall, he's sitting yeah. sideways. Leaning Boys sideways. In the day. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I, say, I say, are you are you tired? And he was like, no, 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 I'm good. I say, it's because you drank too much. He's but- like, no. He said, I know my body. I know my body. I'm good. He was just like, um, I'm okay. So 30 minutes after we eat dinner, then he's like, I just need to eat something else so I can stay up. I say, what? I said, we, we just had a full course dinner at that specialty steakhouse. We had to make res- reservations at. Why the hell are you still home? Uh, this I just, you know, I need to eat something so I can stay up. This nigga passes out at 7.30. I made a video, started filming at 7.30, came back to the room at 8.30. He's still videotaping him. I had to let the maid in because he had ordered some food. 9.30, he's still asleep. 10.30, still asleep. 11.30, still asleep. I took like 30 seconds at the top, bottom of each 30 minute to get to show the video. I send it to his mama and she laughs. Oh, she geez. thought that was so funny. And I wanted to say, your son is a fucking crackhead, but I didn't do that. Oh, I didn't do that because I'm, I'm not that ridiculous. That, that would be a little ridiculous. My thing is between me and him, but I see how his behavior is so excused. She thought that was hilarious. Girl, he was snoring like this. So at 11.30, when I come back to the room, I am pissed off because I'm ready to go to sleep. And I can't go to sleep because he's in there snoring and howling to the fucking moons. We have an event that we're supposed to go to in the morning to go to like the Mayan ruins, something extravagant mm-hmm. that who paid for? I paid for. You okay. Did. And if we went, we got our money back. But if we didn't show up, we didn't get our money back. So I didn't get my money back because, of course, he didn't wake up when it was time to go. Wow. So wake up. Um, he no 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 he didn't he 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 slept all through the night because when I went to sleep he woke up again and went drinking some more and eating some more and then went back to sleep all oh. night. Mm. So at seven o'clock when I woke up he he was still sleeping. So the next oh oh and also that night um 
I broke a plate. Oh, yes, I did. I broke a plate because he had pissed me off because he wouldn't let me leave the room. He was not being forceful, but he wouldn't let me buy him. He's so much bigger than me. So I broke a plate so he'd get the hell out of my way. And as far as I give a damn, the nigga better be happy I didn't crack it across his fucking forehead. Oh, but wow. now he wants to show that and tell people, look, 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 look at what she did. Look, Nigga, take responsibility. I know what I did. Grow the fuck up. Get out your daddy house. Your son is telling people at school, y'all poor because that's how you treat him. You know, don't comment me. I hope you're listening because I know you listen to this. Don't comment me, bitch, because I take ownership of everything I do and I will fuck you up. You cannot ride on this ship, nigga. Okay? I'm an eagle. I'm an eagle. And you a chicken. Okay? You can't fly, bitch. You can't. You can't fly. You can't fly, bitch. <laughs> I'm out here soaring and you out here getting bellies off the ground. Your ass is waking up from Kentucky, ho. lie and tell people he was like yeah she think I got a drinking problem but I don't it's her look at this picture so he trying to run out there and tell people I got issues nigga does my success say I have issues I don't even have to defend myself you know is it is okay. he because brown has been around the world and not nah, yeah yeah <laughs> don't you speak different languages <laughs> oh uh yeah Absolutely, I do. You know what? Let me let me tell you something. This is one of my favorite things when I first started learning French. It's like something that stuck with me from the beginning when I learned it. So what I got to say to you is absolutely not okay. Here we go. Absolument pas pas d'accord. Yeah. How about that? That's in that français. That's what you get. Absolutely not. Not today. Pas aujourd'hui. Not tomorrow. Pas au soir. Not never. <laughs> swearing uh bayase mosca which is mean by fly by okay okay y'all know yeah okay I, I fuck with it real heavy I, I do too i'm finna be out here telling niggas all kind of shit sway. <laughs> <laughs> they be like what are, i be like pass the sway they be like that is yeah oh nigga look that shit up if i got <laughs> It don't matter. You right. know what I mean. Google Translate, my Google G. Google Translate. You fucking poultry ass nigga. Poultry. <laughs> Buffalo dip ass nigga. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, that nigga ain't even no Tyson. You want them old Timmy Chan ass shit. Oh, shit. Ooh. But Timmy Chan, though. Timmy Chan's bomb. Oh, no, no, no. It's delicious. Timmy Timmy but Chan. it's it's delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> but they be beating them chickens up. They, I, they beat them chickens. I, they throw them chickens. I pray that they ain't rats. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just Those who are listening, they like, what is Timmy Chan? Timmy Chan is delicious. But what I but what I learned, it's always their bone is always a little darker. Like it's been bled. It's not because the chicken is old, it's because the way they handle them chickens. That's why that nigga when they they just toss, toss. I don't know if you should have told me that. That's kind of fucking. Like, <laughs> 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 
That shit got you got a chicken, a chicken and whooping. They do. That was that nigga who, who was putting fucking envelopes in the wrong box. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Niggas out there handling chicken. Nigga. So, my question though for you, Brown Sugar, is like now, of course, we all have hindsight. We all have 2020 right. vision and hindsight. You know, we all have it. And it's like, you saw those red flags. It's like, what do you, how do you, okay. What is your advice for women who men or men, or men, women or men? Both of them, because it's all relative. It's anybody can play right. the con. Right. right, anybody, anybody. What so, do you tell them to take their time or, or, or what advice can you yes. give them? absolutely absolutely like i have to follow my own philosophy so i'm a writer something that i wrote almost a decade ago it has taken me this long to truly solidify that and what i say is that do you want to find your do you want to create everlasting relationships or just things that are happening in the moment and they pass you want everlasting relationships or lifelong partnership what do you want so when when a man and woman meet or whoever who's attracted to it could be two women two men doesn't matter when attracted people meet that have a strong bond and they can feel that they instantly want to do more than just be friends okay so it's just like you are amazing you are wonderful let's be more than friends you move fast and not only is it you know you move too fast it's like you go for the whole marathon i give you an inch and you've gone for the whole marathon and now you make it to a place of no return because you've done so much that you can't stand the sight of that person anymore but if you just would have kept it platonic before to find out exactly how you should treat that relationship it could have been an everlasting relationship instead of a temporary one so do you want everlasting relationships or temporary ones and the only way we can do that is we have to take our time we can't rush you know it's just and listen to the first flag. Everything was there. I wasn't even physically attracted to him. I never, ever was. Nothing at all. Do not get in a relationship when you were losing someone, when you've lost a job. Don't get in a relationship when you've lost anything that means something to you because you need to heal. You need to heal. You're, you're going to attract people on that vibration, just as we were saying in the beginning. So listen to every red flag. And the first one is always enough. The first one, yeah. that lunch after all these years smelling like alcohol I didn't even need to find out all the other stuff that flag was red but I thought that because I addressed it and I didn't let it go like look let's talk about this I'm gonna tell you this is not okay bitch that ain't gonna work okay right mm. listen to the flag and keep it motherfucking moving because let me tell you something if you spend all your time wasted on somebody who is not enough for you you gonna miss out on the person who is more Come on. enough Ooh. don't waste ah. your time Come on. <laughs> okay. don't, don't don't waste your time and don't ever get lost on a love that you thought was so great and you may never find that love again because Baby. you know what in life you don't get what you wish for what you ask for you don't even get what you pray for you know oh. what you get you'll get what you believe and yeah. your mind is that's what you receive Human so people. if you believe there is an eternal love for you you will receive Absolutely. And it first starts with believing that you are worthy and not looking for your worthiness through anyone else. Uh, that part. Y'all uh -huh. are y'all hearing, hearing this? <laughs> for you are and you, you and you. Straight up. Like that's the realest spit ever. We have to realize our worth. You have yes. to look inside of yourself and know yes. that. And speak that. Profess that. It is power in words. Mm -hmm. speak that over yourself you shall receive and again Amen. we keep trying to get churchy on y'all but on some real spit if you speak that over yourself what you want you shall receive mm. there is power 
we have power individually in our breath, in our yes. tongue. Life that's why yes. it cuts. Power of the tongue. That's why Ooh. it cuts so deep. Yes. That's what somebody can tell you. Somebody that's supposed to love you can tell you something and break you all the way down with what they say alone. Because yes. it's power in your yes. tongue. It's power yes. in your voice. Yes. Okay, so divorces, fuckers, we wrapping this thing up. We want to say a many thanks to yes. Brown Sugar oh Baby. God. Thank you. Thank you for okay. having me. Thank you I for letting me share my voice. No, we oh, appreciate you. I feel liberated. This this was amazing. I think you gave an awesome perspective for women and men. Yes. Because again, that brokenness, and we've all been there. We've all been mm-hmm. there. And that's okay to be there because because it happens. Amen. You don't stay in it and be mindful of who is coming into your space at those times. That's how God. Yes. Okay. That's how God with the that's that's how it happens. Yep. Nigga was in my house within six weeks. Wow. See that part, and they know how to move that. Yeah, they do. They quit because they know. They know. The niggas are stealth. Okay. I'm just trying to tell you. That nigga move faster than a roach with the light on. Listen. They know what to do, nigga. They'll be dodging rain like a motherfucker. Man. Then they wait a minute. They want to blame you for their shortcomings too. That you the problem. Absolutely. So yo, divorces fuckers, the red flags, we said that before. Be mindful. Be mindful of who you allow in your space. Know your worth. Mm-hmm. Look yourself in the mirror yes, 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 and reflect yes. and see what you are lacking, your past traumas. You know, if there's been a death, whatever that is, deal and handle that shit because if you should not, it will manifest and it could be a detrimental experience situation that you're going to put yourself in that you may regret. That you may regret. And That's I, right. That's right. You got to turn your pain into your power and you got to be independent of anyone else because our therapist tried to get me to stay with him. She was like, well, I think you should move in with him to see how things... Bye, Felicia. Wait. Bye. Time out. Time out. Real quick. Back it up real quick before we wrap it up. You never cohabitated with him? No, 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 no. That's why I said I never got stuck because he lived at home with his daddy and couldn't afford to have his own place. And I was at home taking care of my dying father. So no, we couldn't, you know? There was was no way whatsoever. Millions of red flags. Millions. 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 So people pay attention to the red flags, pay attention to the color of them. They're not, they're not crimson. It's not burnt orange. It's not gonna it's be red. salmon. It is red. It's yes. blood red. Blood red. Okay. Pyro. It's pyro. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And don't listen to people who tell you to stay in it. And don't listen to the person that's trying to tell you to stay in it. You are the number one opinion and voice that matters in your life. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't ever love anybody that's else. Boom. There it is. And we're gonna end it on that. That's it. That's it. it. That's it. <laughs> Y'all love yourselves. Love yourselves. Take care. Take time, you know what I'm saying? Wash your hands, wash your ass. Make sure that you uh, mask up, okay. face down, ass up. Hey, hey, yeah. And that's, and, uh, that's all we motherfucking got. We, we gonna got. be here next week, you know? Same time. Same time, same, same bad channel. channel. Let the Lord say the same. And if the creek don't rise. And uh, hey. we appreciate y'all fucking with us real heavy. Again, Brown Sugar, we Thank appreciate you. you so much for coming out. This was amazing. And y'all, we're going to be back for another week. Appreciate you. We out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace. We want to hear from you and make this extremely interactive. 
So go ahead and type in HTTPS colon slash slash anchor dot FM slash divorced AF slash message. Type that in. You can go ahead and send us a recorded message about how you feel about this episode, things you may want us to know, good, bad, and different. Yo, we're divorced as fuck. Let us know how you feel. Out. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Did you learn anything? All is fair in love, hate, and divorce. Signing off, it's your girls. JRA and my Vinay, and you are divorced as fuck. Out.